Hello, I'm Kate Freeman, and this is The Daily Dollop. On this episode of The Daily Dollop, I'm chatting through what I eat in a day and go deep into the details of my life and why I choose the foods that I do. Welcome back to The Daily Dollop podcast, everyone. It's going to be an awesome show today. It's the final show in a four-part series of diving deep into what I eat in a day. And I've gone much further, as you know, than just showing you what I eat in a day. I've really talked through, you know, some sort of mindset stuff about my routine and how I feel about routine and structure. And I found, I find that self-awareness to be a really helpful part, just, just understanding and knowing myself and what I like and what I dislike helps me when I want to change certain behaviors. And then obviously taking you in detail through what I eat in a day around breakfast and morning tea, lunch, afternoon tea and dinners. And and then in yesterday's episode, I talked about the nutrition and the mindset principles that I'm putting into practice because I, I don't believe that food is just about nutrition. And in fact, I talked about the complexity of food choice and how a number of issues go into or factors rather influence what we what we choose to eat in a day. And I guess what I want to chat through now in this episode is is really like the motivation for it all. One of the things that I frequently chat to to people and clients about is that they say things like, "Oh, I know what to do. I just don't do it or I can't be bothered or I'm not motivated to." And so I mean, I get that I, to an extent, but I, I've been able to work my food choices and nutrition to the point where I don't have to be motivated to do them. They just become a part of my life. Like it's super normal for me to have a vegetable rich leftovers for lunch or to know what to buy if I'm buying lunch out. Or it's normal for me to have veggies at dinner and, um, and throw together you know, a really easy meal that's nutritious or have some snacks available, right? It, it feels normal. I don't have to be motivated to do that. But I guess I just want to talk through this idea about prioritizing time. And one of the challenges that I think our culture has is that we want our cake and we want to eat it too. Like we want to be healthy and we want to reap the rewards of wellness and we don't want to have diseases or die prematurely or things like that. And we want to look beautiful and have a nice looking body and right. We want all these things yet. We don't actually want to do anything different. Like the amount of people that I've talked to over the years that are like, Oh, I want to eat healthy and lose weight, but I don't want to stop eating this. And I don't want to stop drinking alcohol and I don't want to do this. And I don't like cooking and I don't. And I think, well, you can't have both, right? So I just wanted talking through this idea of prioritizing time for food because for me, and I can only talk from my own experiences with this, is that if I don't prioritize time for food, planning it, shopping for it and prepping it, then my diet quality decreases. Now, if that's a result of motivation, then it would be pretty hit and miss. 
And so I try not to rely too much on my motivation purely because I know full well, like my self-awareness is that I'm a super peaky person in that one minute I'm like happy and motivated. I've got a huge drive and I can just push myself and work for days on end. And then other times I'm like, I'm really not feeling it and I am struggling. And so if I don't sort of automate some things of my life, I'll really, really struggle. Like I can't have it both ways. I can't not think about food and not prioritize it and still eat healthy, right? It's a, it's a payoff. And so I do have to think about what I eat and I have to think about it to an extent in order to ensure that I maintain this basic level of diet quality that then helps me achieve my goals. Otherwise I'm frustrated, right? If I'm not prioritizing my food, my diet quality falls and the way that I'm eating is not aligning with the goals that I'm trying to achieve with my nutrition. And then that frustrates me because it's like I want something, yet I'm not doing the things that helps me get what I want, which was a super frustrating place to be in. And a lot of people find themselves in that place with their nutrition. You know, they want weight loss, but they find themselves not doing the things they need to do to get weight loss. So, and you know, like for me, the last few months in particular have been probably some of the most challenging just in the change that I've gone through and there's the demands on my life both personally and in business you know I'm finding that as my kids get older so they're year six and year seven that they actually need more of me they're more emotionally demanding than they've ever been and I genuinely want to be there for them I'm committed to having a really good open relationship with them and being available to talk to them through the stuff that they're going through, like starting to be online. They've both got phones in the last 12 months, you know, managing friendships and just the choices that start to pop up for them as they enter their teens. And and so that's been really time consuming for me. And it's just been a, a just a shock to my system in that I found myself, yeah, spending a lot of time with them and I don't hate it, but it's just meant that because I haven't realised the extra time, other things in my life have, have slipped away because I've sort of forgotten about them. And so it's just like managing that newness and, and being there for my kids. We got a new puppy. Like what the heck? Seriously, puppies are the best, but they are full on, really time consuming. And I was determined that I didn't want to have a naughty dog that like jumped up on people when they came to my house and ate my furniture and peed. Every, like, so I, I'll tell you what, guys, my friggin' dog is so well trained He's so excellent, but I've put in so much time and effort into him. He's, yeah, it's been epically time consuming, but worth it because he's a very well-behaved little puppy now. But it's busy. My business has been busy. Like we came through 12 months of COVID and we recovered really, really well. Um, But we've still got some challenges to overcome with sort of reopening back up to where we were pre-COVID and um, we've been launching new products. This year, I've decided to do a daily podcast every day for the whole year, no breaks. Like, what the heck? I'm a crazy lady. And, you know, even my producer, bless me, bless him, bless me too, but bless him. He was saying to me the other day, maybe we should just call it the dollop with Kate Freeman so you don't have to do it every day. But then the stubborn part of me was like, no, Dave, I committed. I'm going to do it. Right. And then on top of that, buying a house and then moving house, that was a stressful process. The thing is, right, all of these things in my life have been really positive, great things that I'm super grateful for. However, they've just rocked my personal routine and I've been exhausted, stressed, you know, full of uncertainty at times, run down, sick. And as a result of all of these things, I just haven't prioritized food or food prep and I've relied heavily on convenient, less nutrition options. 
And so I guess by sharing this with you, I just want to know, want you to know that I understand, like I know what it's like. And I know that the answer is not me waking up Monday morning and trying to be uber healthy and just being like, no, I just need to be disciplined and have structure and have a meal plan, right? Write myself this super strict day, make up myself a set of crazy food rules and just be determined and, you know, disciplined. Oh, I do just don't have the mental energy for that, right? There's just too many other things going on that require my mental energy and my focus to just go that regimented with my food. And so what I would suggest is if you're in the same boat as me, is that, you know, you can sort of just assess where you're at. If there's a couple of things that just need to settle down and they will in, you know, the next few days or the week, right? Just give yourself, just do what you need to do food-wise. Take the pressure off. Who cares if you're eating mac and cheese out of a box? Like just chill. It's not going to kill you. And and just wait for things to settle down. Or see if you can just create some space in your life for, for helping you make these things happen again. So what I found is is that once I've moved house, things have settled down hugely once that move was over. And so what I've started to do is refocus myself on prioritizing food and food prep. And I've just created space in my life for these things to happen. So I don't overcommit my weekends and then forget to go grocery shopping. Grocery shopping is on the to-do list. It gets done as part of the things we need to do in the weekend. I've made space for that. I've made space for dinners. I've culled back the amount of things I expect myself to do in my work because this is me, right? I, I work school hours. And so then because that's not good enough for full time in my head, I then have to work at, well, I tell myself I have to work at night, which then is less time for dinner, you know, and I just, I put all these expectations, pile them on myself and then find this is silly. So I've just made space. Like I just... I just get my work done during school hours. That's the decision I've made because I want to be there for my kids after school and that's what I feel like is right for our family. And so I just do my work during work and then I come home and I've got space for dinner and space for lunches and space for food prep. Um, And I've actually found that by prioritising that, I don't need as much time for food prep as I think I do and then I still have a bit of time at night if I want to do some work or, you know, plot away on some content or right, do the – the work jobs that I really enjoy doing after hours. And so, you know, we often put these really high expectations on ourselves and then find that we can't can't do them. So I guess what I would suggest that you do is just start to create tiny places of space where you can think about your meals for tomorrow or do some grocery shopping or find a new recipe online that you want to try or something like that. Just small little things that you can start to to do rather than thinking that you just need a whole like overhaul and that's going to be the answer for you. You know, some people it is, but it, it, it rarely, it rarely is for most people. I personally can tend to being this whole like, like delay life idea. So how do I explain this? I, I can easily tend towards being saying to myself, I'll settle into a routine when all of this is over or when I achieve that. So when I was doing my master's part-time, it was like, oh, once I finish my master's, then I'll settle into a routine and, and, and do exercise and do this with my food and this with my family. Or when the business gets to this size, then I'll do this. Or when the kids are at school, then I'll, right? And the problem is, is that it's never, it's never bloody over. There's always something more to achieve, another mountain to climb. Like I get to the top of this one mountain that I say, once I climb this mountain, then my life, then it will be fine and I'll just settle into my normal routine. Oh, but then I just see another one and I just keep delaying living until I've achieved that and I run that rather than thinking, oh, 
right? I just, I'm living my life right now. So what are the things that I want to be doing? Just do them. Do the little daily things right now. I'm living now. And so one of the things I'm working on is, and that I've decided is that regardless of what needs achieving or what season I'm getting through, because I'm constantly in a season that I'm getting through to the next one, is that there are still daily things that I need to, to do or get done that are important to me. And, and rather than putting off my life and putting off those behaviours until, you know, I've got space, is that I create the space to have them, um, to have those daily things, right, that make me feel good and, and help me be the best version of me that I, I can be that's realistic for me, rather than like constantly putting them off or, or, or waiting. Um, and it's this interesting thing. I don't know if anyone else feels like this and it sort of delays their life until they've achieved this or reached that or but yeah, I think that that's a, it's just, it's stealing from the now. So my daily healthy behaviours and food choices really at the end of the day should not be compared to anyone else's. You know, I shouldn't be comparing my food choices to you and you shouldn't be comparing your choices to me. End of the day, comparison is the thief of joy. You want to find what needs to happen for you, right? And what are the small things that you can do and then slowly improve over time. Don't set out to, you know, put 10 new healthy behaviours into your day at a time like that would just drive you crazy. Just really small achievable things. And I think to end this whole series is I don't want you to think of healthy eating or healthy behaviour or a healthy routine or whatever it is as a destination. You know, I think social media and influencers make it appear like it's this aspirational thing that you can attain or achieve like a tick. I'm there now and I'm doing it, but it's, it's not because it's a daily behavior. It's just a spectrum, a continuum, right? And as the seasons of your life ebb and flow, you have to change and adjust. And there'll be some seasons where you can do certain daily behaviors and there'll be other seasons where you can't and, and just know that that's okay. And you don't have to put it off until the stress is all over or, or black and white you're eating, right? Like I'm going to be super good now because, or like I'm super bad now because I can't be perfectly good or stuff like that. You're living life right now. Like every single day is your life. So be the person you want to each day and just keep that realistic and sustainable. So to finish off, I guess if you're feeling like, oh gosh, this is exactly what I would like to achieve with my food, but I don't know how to do it. This is what my program is all about. It's about achieving a relationship with food that feels good for you. So if you need help, please reach out to me. I hope you've enjoyed this deep dive series into what I eat in a day. Have a fabulous day team and we'll catch you in the next episode. After years of being bombarded with diet culture, I so understand that the world of healthy eating is super, super hard. My healthy eating program helps people who are struggling with their eating habits to lose weight, feel good about themselves and eat well for the rest of their life. I do this by teaching one nutrition principle at a time and showing you how to establish this knowledge as a habit in your everyday life. This is unlike any other program on the market today that simply gives you a meal plan, a list of good and bad foods or expects you to change everything all at once. Life's too short to live with food stress. To become a habit builder and not a crash dieter, join my program today at healthyeatinghub.com.au. Thank you so much for checking out The Daily Dollop. Don't forget to rate, review and subscribe so that we can spread the podcast far and wide and so you don't miss an episode.